Welcome to Backstage at Brick. We are back in the podcast studio. I'm so excited to be here. I'm your host, BJ Evans, the senior producer for performing arts here at Brick. And I am here with Andrea, who is hopefully our new producer and co-host. Um, Andrea, say hi. Introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Andrea Montes de Oca. I'm... Uh, yeah, I'm working with BJ, and we're, this is the Brick Lab guests. I don't know. I got <laughs> No, I'm, I shouldn't have done that. Yes, welcome. We're so <laughs> glad to have you. Uh, so Andrea is um, working on audio engineering for us as well, and that is a lot to do. To <laughs> My brain is <laughs> to, like confused. watch the yes. No, I think it's great. And but you're right. We're here with our Brick Lab artists um, that just finished um, showing their piece. Um, would you mind just real quick introducing yourselves and tell us what um, role you played on the Brick Lab? And then I have some questions for you. Um, to my right, I have I'm Courtney J Cook, and I. Um, I'm a collaborator, um, creator, performer inside of the work. And I'm Tindai Kaumba, and I am also a collaborator, choreographer, uh, music producer aspect of, Br- of Brick, well, what we did at Brick, but uh, <laughs> Flux, which is our work and our collective, and we're missing our third half, uh, Greg Purnell, who's also lighting, sound, producer, creative director, yes. dot, dot, dot. Yeah, all the things. Yeah. Um, yes, and thank you for saying the, the name of it. So the work was called Flux, is called Flux. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm curious, you just said that the work is called Flux and you are also called Flux. Do you, did I hear that right? Are you a collective with that name, with that title? Yeah, we've kind of been saying that like it's it was kind of I guess a self-titled uh work of what we were exploring as a concept or concepts or ideas, but we are flux. <laughs> we gotcha. are in flux, we are working as flux as a collective. So then other iterations of the work will begin to take names and forms outside of of uh, what the work in progress initially was. So it'll be Flux Presents dot, dot, dot from here on. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we first sat down and talked about this, and you know, for everyone listening, Brick Labs is our residency program for two weeks, but there's a lot of conversation that leads up to that. There, uh, The um, artists that are part of Flux are also part of Urban Bushwomen, which have been artists in residence. So Courtney and Tendai have been around a lot. Um, which is wonderful. <laughs> and But w- I remember those initial conversations. You had specified that there are dots above the X's in the word flux. Mm-hmm. And um, we take it very seriously to make sure that names are representative of how an artist wants to be named, how their work wants to be named. Do you mind talking a little bit about what those dots signify? Uh, I think it's uh, from a visual aspect and also to like so flux is spelled f-l-u-x-x so two x's with the dots over the x's and the xx are representative of the x and x chromosome um you know really um making it clear that we are digging into narratives about women and specifically black women um 
because, you know, Tendai and I are black women. Um, but, you know, digging into the narrative of the woman and coming from that perspective and also how, you know, so sisterhood and how we connect as women. Um, and so visually, you know, the two dots, um, you know, having conversations with um, with Greg, our other collaborator, um, you know, he has a very visual eye, like as a visual artist. And so seeing those two dots, like it literally looks like two women, you know. So yes. <laughs> from a visual yes. artist standpoint, yeah. um, it became something that we feel like also sets it apart from other fluxes like realizing like okay maybe this word flux like it's an actual word that has meaning you you know meaning intersecting mm -hmm. um that you know other people have also utilized but we're utilizing it in a very specific way um that's yeah it's specific to our journey um and you know the story that we're trying to tell so adding that I think for us definitely is distinctive yeah Thank you for that. So, um, and I'm glad you said that about the work being about womanhood and women and sisterhood. Talk to me a little bit. I know the listeners would love to hear, like, what is the the inspiration for the work, the impetus, the source material, the things you're exploring in this work? Mm. Um, well, initially it, it uh, came from both Courtney and I having two solo works. Um, and my work was, um, I collaborated with Greg on and then uh, we were trying to think of this, these worlds and what a world would look like where these two women are either one of the same or collide or intersect um, after seeing Courtney's work. And he had the idea of, of meshing the two and really seeing where it could go. So it's kind of, it's constantly transforming, but it's really digging into the, the you know, the history meets the future of womanhood, spirituality, sacred spaces of, of womanhood, sacred spaces of generations and tradition and uh, healing and prayer and um, how that lives within the water and the womb of a woman and then how that transcends or a world where it transcends and just as much as we glorify the spirituality and the beauty of a woman, how also as black women specifically in a lot of entertainment worlds, are constantly met with this um, this having to try to create a balance between their demise, their vices, and being celebrated as these beauties and these uh, visceral beings. So trying to um, kind of create like this through line of these, kind of like a, our musical way of looking at like Alice through the looking glass kind of feel, but really from a rooted place of from like the Bayo woman in the bayou um, of, of spirituality all the way to uh, a jazz diva on planet XX <laughs> and what and how these women, either they are connected in a dream or they have, we talk about like the snaps in the brain that like, you know, that show Sense8 or something like that, those shows where people are in the same time zone but in different spaces, but they're connected through a portal in their brain or this dark hole or some some kind of astronomical way that we're trying to think of how these women, like, touch or connect through 
the use of an apple, the use of this bag that has a glow of light that no one really quite knows what it is, but it's magical and sacred at the same time. So using images and um, statements of things physically, props being in the space, rocking chairs, apples, the red apple specifically connected to the Bible, but also nurturing food for thought. Um, uh, the military bag that uh, my woman, who she's been called heroin, carries, which is can represent everything from the baggage that women carry, that black women carry, the military affecting our families and women having to be strong and sustain that as a spine for the community. Um, yeah, all of that. So it's we're still trying to figure out how to squish it into lamest terms of like, if we could make this into three sentences, yeah. <laughs> how could we do this? So but it creates like these streamlines of consciousness. And so um, we've been kind of, as much as we've wanted to condense it into three sentences, we're also not pressuring ourselves to condense it into three sentences because we want it to continue to be these multiple streamlines of consciousness because that's, as women, as black women rooted in our community and our culture and our history and uh, and all that comes with it, it constantly is going to be streaming in different spaces anyway. So we'd rather just not confine it too much. But for the most part, that's kind of the pot that we're digging in right now. I love that. Courtney, you're nodding a lot. Do you have anything to add to what Tendai just said? No, I think she said, <laughs> I think she said it all. I, was, I know. I was like, why condense it into three sentences right. when all that you just said? It could be three paragraphs. It's very, I mean, it's very, it's definitely very packed. Like, yeah. and I think also, you know, just restating what Tendai was talking about, you know, we are, not only like trying to figure out, okay, how do we describe it, but also for ourselves creatively, like we're still digging, like mm -hmm. we're still digging into what's there because there's a lot there. And, you know, I think that there's still like, even inside of the performing of the work, like that's also research. Mm -hmm. And so we're still finding like, you know, ways that things connect and like the images that kind of happen and also like you know things that aren't things that are like oops moments like oh I didn't mean for that to happen or I was late for this but oh actually when you were late for that you know that actually made sense because you know that represents you know the delay in time of yeah you know <laughs> I don't know we're you know we're constantly finding things that are relevant inside of um, just the the digging of this work, the research of this work. We're constantly finding new things. So it's, yeah. it's really packed. Mm -hmm. So what else are you digging into? You say you're still digging. What, mm -hmm. what else would you want to dig into or bring into it or excavate more? Hmm, so many things. Uh, well, I mean, we're really looking at this like a three-dimensional work. So it's like we, Courtney and I are vocalists, we're singers, songwriters, we produce the music. Greg also produced the music. Um, both uh, Courtney and Greg are visual artists as well. So it's kind of like all of these things are constantly swirling in the room whenever we're all together of like, you know, it's not just dancers coming together to choreograph or work or singers coming together to, to create vocals for a song. It's like everything is constantly overlapping. So 
we're digging into aspects of like it being a live mixtape of aspects of how the music starts to grow where it could be a mixtape on top of that that you can take home with you or something digging into I love that idea yeah Digging into projection play, which was a lot of fun that we were able to do uh, here for the Brick Lab. A lot of projection play, a lot of videography play that we've been working on and thinking about possible uh, installations and what that would grow into. Um, I know Courtney and Greg talked about visual aspects of, of her work and his work and what that could look like, uh, light playing. It's just like, it's so many infinite possibilities, moments of digging more into script, into what we're talking, if we're talking to each other, if we're the same woman talking at the same time or reflecting each other, Do when we see each other, when we don't see each other. It's, yeah, it's infinite, <laughs> infinite <laughs> possibilities. It's so true, and it's um, because you're so multi-talented, so you really have only yourself to blame that you are capable yeah. of all of these elements. It's all yeah. our fault. It's everything. But I was struck by that in the showings, because you, you had the Brick Lab very recently and the two work-in-progress showings, and um, it was it was everything, and it was everything on an extremely virtuosic level. It was not, let's throw all these things at the wall and see what sticks. It was a very well-thought-out movement and very well-thought-out text and song and music. The mu- I cannot believe it's extraordinary that music came from y'all. And the video, all of it. Like I don't know of many other people. I can't think of any right now, anyway, that actually do all of that themselves Mm -hmm. the way that you are all doing it and virtuosically so um so I'm struck by that and and it just makes me think about like how multidisciplinary your work is and do you find that that can be a struggle in trying to like pitch it to places or trying to get your work seen or trying to explain it to people because it encompasses so much like do you find that people want to put you into a box or they want you to just be one thing or just be dancers or do you find that the multidisciplinary nature people are really open to Hmm. um I mean I I feel like we are um in terms of like pitching it um I feel like we we're not really in that process of like pitching mm-hmm. like we're in a process of really just doing what we do um mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. ourselves having also, fun yes having <laughs> fun utilizing you know all of who we are you know we have a lot of conversations around um how do we not get stuck in what we were trained in or you know what the community of artists expects or Mm -hmm. you know what your role um in the community of arts you know what your role is but really branching out and utilizing your full self and then also stretching yourself like so not just being settling with oh yeah well I like music but I don't really have um experience you know, producing sound, you know, but okay, there's GarageBand, there's, you know, there's mm-hmm. things out there that you can access to, to learn and to grow yourself. And so we have a lot of conversations about, you know, that as like a, a lifestyle. Um, 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah. in the midst of all of this, you are also on tour with UBW, with Urban Bush Women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are you up to now? Are you taking a breather? Are you going to continue excavating flux in the work you just did? Are you taking a break from that for a second? Like what, what happens post-residency? It's been like a week now. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Like, do you feel compelled to get right back into the studio and, and continue working? Or do you step away for a minute? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. Mm. So uh, we're still in rehearsal with Urban Bushwomen. Uh, Greg and I are also digging into a, another stream of consciousness and connected to uh, what Flux produces, um, which is entitled UFO, Unidentified Fly Objects. And we'll be presenting that at Dance Space um, at the end when? of this month, mm. uh, uh, the 25th and 27th, and we'll be on a split bill with Samita Sina. Um, and then the Who's following- Who's been a Brick Lab artist. Yeah. yeah. Amazing, amazing <laughs> woman. And uh, also the following weekend, it'll be uh, Jasmine Hearn and Tatiana Tenenbaum who will split bill. Mm-hmm. So the four of us are have been brought into dance space as women that uh, cr- uh, create with movement and sound. Um, and then we dive deeper into Flux as it presents Sheezus. And that is going to be at Harlem Stage for E-Moves, um, May 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Um, Congrats. Thank you. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's really great. And then the woman, heroine, who is my part of digging within what Flux presented for Brick Lab, will do a deeper dive into more uh, text and dramaturgy work with high arts in the beginning of May. And then I think other than that, we're in flux, <laughs> literally, <laughs> of working still within Urban Bushwoman. As far as the summer, we have a lot of uh, Summer Leadership Institute and other aspects of what the company does in the summer. Um, and then solo works and working with other choreographers. So everything is its kind of, we just constantly bring everything it's it i think the constant conversation that we try to have is to not pigeonhole ourselves mm-hmm. and not uh and the joy that i that i express um when communicating with courtney and with greg is that because courtney and i do both come from this dancer background there's a certain train of thought that sometimes you can it's easy to shift into as far as making expectations for yourself or assumptions of how the work should be and i think because he is coming not from that specific space, but as a creative as well, it's really nice that we all are able to like take a step back and look, take a step back and look and engage with each other of how each of our individual connections can come in so that wherever we're, whatever we're creating from Flux as a collective, whether it's just the two of us or solo work or whatever, it's more of a, a, the umbrella or su- maybe I don't even know if umbrella, not on top, but more of like the supporting roots on the bottom Mm-hmm. So that no matter how we sprout from that, it's still rooted in the abilities of us all generating tools that we've grown from each time that we do all work together, whether it's producing our own music or producing our own videography and knowing that we can constantly tap back into that. Um, yeah, as things keep mm-hmm. keep on keeping on. 
don't know. Thank you for that. (laughs) Um, Andrea, I don't want to put you too much on the spot. (laughs) As the newest member of the Performing Arts team, we did a whole podcast where we got to know Andrea a little bit more. It was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any questions for, you don't have to, but do you have anything, you you saw the work, you've been around, you've been working with Courtney and Tendai a lot the past couple of weeks. Do you have any questions for them or any comments or anything you want to share? Um, I just thought, I guess, um, this being a black woman-centered project, I, I, how is it working with Greg? Or, like, was it ever a thought, like, should we work? Should this be an all-woman crew? Like, yeah, just thoughts on that? Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Interesting question. Mm. Yeah. Um, I feel like inside of, you know, being black women... And also, you know, coming from coming from being inside of like a woman centered um, circle, such as like Urban Bush women, you know, the legacy of that, um, we've been able to affir- reaffirm and also dig deeper into what that means to be inclusive like what it means to do work that is black women centered it doesn't mean excluding men or you know other people um of different ethnicities but it's about the root of the work so it's about like the core values that we are agreeing to and Mm -hmm. so with working with greg it's definitely You know, we also, as black women, you know, we love our men. We love our black men. And so there's that balance of also we are supporting him as well, you know. um, And he's also supporting us. And so that's very clear in the space that, you know, it's about uplifting what we are saying and uplifting like we're all on the same page in terms of, you know, what's needed to balance or find equity of uplifting black women. And we have a lot of conversations about this. And Greg is always talking about like, I'm sure he doesn't mind me saying this, but like, (laughs) why do men have nipples? (laughs) 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 Why do men have nipples they yeah. don't do nothing like right. <laughs> but it's like you know it's the x xx chromosome yeah. and yeah. we have the xy because that x dropped down <laughs> like you know the extra line dropped down so yeah like i don't know we go on tangents <laughs> we do conversations around you know the black a, woman divine the black woman divine and yeah. like even digging deeper into like my own and all of us like many of us grew up with these religious traditions that you know have this patriarchal um mm-hmm. language inside of you know mm-hmm. christianity like you know god as always being referred as the father son holy spirit um, right, the woman is the Holy Spirit. Right. She's she a can't spirit. be seen. <laughs> like we don't know how she does what she does. Mm. But um, you know, like even looking at the Genesis, like Adam and Eve, like oh yeah, Eve came out of Adam's rib. Oh yeah, that makes sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like you know, literally 
you know, the womb, where it's placed and how the baby forms, it's literally in the rib of the woman. And so we are always in conversation about, you know, like what's kind of been done in in terms of how women and black women have been marginalized and like how can we flip the script um, and not in a way of, you know, of pimping the tragedy or staying in the the burden or the agony of what it means to be a black woman. But also, what does it mean to celebrate black women? What does it mm-hmm. mean for black women to have joy, to feel pleasure, um, to just be seen and be heard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, di- yes, to ditto of what Courtney's saying. And also, I know I have a a little biased because he is also my partner <laughs> in life, so I'm like he's amazing. Um, but I mean, I I I I have had many experiences in my life where I have tried to work with men of multiple races and specifically with black men, and there have sometimes been moments when working with men in general that you can see a disconnect or feel a disconnect, even if it's not intentional. Um, and then working with someone who's my spouse, this is the first time that I have ever work with someone who is my spouse and really have such a like-minded experience where it's beyond um, uh, a woman working with a man and looking at it just from that aspect, but really see allowing, allowing you to let me uh, show you how I see you in a way. So it's, I feel like he comes within the space of us being all together. We are in the process of as movers being able to access these deep moments in ourselves, these moments of of, uh, grief or sadness to dig out and really dig into that to get to the truth and the root of of pain at times, especially as women and black women, which can unfortunately be too easy to access when diving into emotional work. But uh, it's also very... um, wonderful when he's with when when we are are collaborating together and he is a representative of a reminder of of uh reminding us of the light and the beauty and the fun and the joy that is also uh in how he experiences women and black women and not letting us ever lose sight of that um, the, he never lets us lose sight of like, okay, you all are doing some amazing things, but you are not having fun. <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's, uh, there's moments like that. And then also, and it's not just on like the lamest terms of having fun, but then also re- being able to be reminded of the beauty of, of all things women divine and all things um, sacred and within the womb and within the womb man and all of those things being constantly swirling in the room. So uh, having him be a part of the space, aside from him always being willing to hang lights <laughs> and being amazing at that, <laughs> that was a plus. That was amazing. That was, I mean, I was just blown away because he's like now lighting designer extraordinaire. Um, it's true. We learned how to lighting design like... Two and, days. Yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, I got it. I was like, oh, you, yeah, you're killing it out here. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what you're doing, but we have lights now. This is great. He had his own lighting residency, too. No, <laughs> basically, definitely. Basically, yeah. He had, like, his own lighting and Q-Lab residency on yeah. top of us all being dramaturgs for each other. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's never been a moment that it's ever been, uh, like, a, oh, the man is in the room now, so we have to shift things. If anything, he... Uh, 
has references a lot of like I actually try to make myself smaller and in the back because I'm not here to be seen. I'm just here to support in whatever way possible and um, constantly vocalizes the the importance of being a man and a black man and supporting black women specifically because of him being supported by black women um, and how important it is to keep this cycle going. And I think it's a healing cycle, too, for all of us to constantly, with the, the climate of today and the things that we are dealing with as people, um, to be reminded of the support that we constantly can do to to constantly uplift each other and not mm-hmm. um, feel that we have to shy away or diminish any part of ourselves to coexist and to collaborate um, in life or in creative spaces. Thank you. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you both. Um, where can people find you online if they want to follow you or they want to come to the next iteration of Flux or the work that you're doing um, in at the end of April, beginning of May? Well, um, <laughs> for me, Courtney J. Cook, uh, you can follow me on the gram on Instagram um, at Jenny's underscore child. Um, so J-E-N-N-I-E-S underscore child. Um, and I'm also on Facebook, Courtney J. Cookie on Facebook. <laughs> that happened when I was in college. I never changed it. I was like, like, y'all out there listening can't see Courtney's face right now. And she's <laughs> like, oh, why yeah. did I do that? <laughs> but yes, um, I do post as much as I can, um, you know, updates about um, what I'm doing individual individually and also what Flux will be doing. Yeah. Uh, you can find Tendai at on the gram, as Courtney said. I love that. <laughs> the I'm gram. Use that, Courtney. Uh, uh, at at uh, who's Tendai? W H O S T E N D A Y I. Um, Greg's on the gram is uh, Greg G R E G underscore Purnell P U R N E L L, and uh, we both have uh, collectively have an artistic space in Brooklyn. Shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, plug. But you don't have to feel any shame. Yeah, yeah. plug away. So we also have an artistic space in Brooklyn, um, Broadway Junction area, um, which is the Golden Ratio Project. Golden Ratio Golden Project. Ratio Project uh, which you can go online at the Golden Ratio Project on Instagram and the Golden Ratio Project um, dot com. I'm who's dot com. And he's also an amazing master barber. So if you need some of the dopest cuts, who he's also been featured through Brick yes, and yeah. Barbershop. And <laughs> multiple times. Multiple times uh-huh. on the stoop. <laughs> and you all came to his home and, and documented all of that amazingness. So we have the space where he, it's not a barbershop. You can get your hair cut there. It's not a dance studio, but you can dance there. It's not a, a club, but you can party there. It's a space that we are opening and, well, that we have opened, that we are inviting movers, creators, thinkers, innovators to come and feel safe and um, to dig in, to dive in and keep on exploring this space out here in Brooklyn, Mm y'all. And (laughs) Flux will be at, will be performing... May 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. (laughs) Yes, at Harlem Stage at the Gatehouse Theater. Yes, for the hip-hop 
Is it hip hop? That's the Lord. It's connected. Connected to hip hop. E moves. E moves. There we go. Yeah. Okay. E moves twenty. And that was May third, fourth, and second, second, third, and fourth. Yeah, Great. second, third, and fourth. And we'll be on a split bill, which uh, whom I can't recall at this moment, but there will be a split bill program and Great. the entire mass amounts of production that they are bringing in with multiple amazing choreographers it's going to be a wonderful time Mm -hmm. it's awesome i encourage anyone out there listening to come check it out if you missed flux at brick it's not your last opportunity to check it out and Mm -hmm. find courtney and tendai on the gram and the golden ratio project um it's an amazing thing that they have going on out there um at the broadway junction area this has been another episode of backstage at brick it's been so lovely having you both here thank you both for being here and our new producer and co-host andrea killing it over there um thank you for listening um we'll be back in a couple of weeks um with more with the next brick lab artists but in the meantime y'all be dry out there because it's about to rain (laughs) (laughs) stay dry dry, (laughs) y'all stay warm